0: Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast with your host, Blake Chapman of State Insurance USA, located in Fort Myers and Estera, Florida. Hey, good morning, Blake Chapman. Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast. I'm Blake Chapman, owner of State Insurance USA, and joining me today is Gail Langner,
1: Well, thanks, Blake. Um, We actually created State Insurance Cares a couple of years ago with the purpose of donating to a different local charity each month. So we actually have um, a recipient of one of those charities here with us today, Susie Warren. Uh, She's the co-founder of Laces of Love Charitable Foundation. Susie, thank you so much for taking the time to be a guest on our podcast today. Thank you. Thank you
2: for having me.
0: Susie, it's been it's great to have you on the podcast and it's great to hear a lot about your organization. Can you tell us a couple of things about Laces of Love and what it actually does?
2: Sure. Laces of Love is a charitable organization, a 501c3. We give new shoes to kids in need, primarily in Collier and Lee County. And by new shoes, we mean sneakers because the kids that we give shoes to wind up having one pair of shoes. Hmm. And if you only have one pair of shoes and you're a kid, you need sneakers. And we only give new shoes because many, many of these children have never ever had a pair of new shoes of their own. So we do around 19,000 kids a year in Collier and Lee County. Since our founding in 2005, we've outfitted over 200,000 kids in need. Um, do We give the shoes through the schools and through other nonprofit organizations, not directly to families, because we aren't qualified to figure out who needs shoes. But people that work with those kids in school and in organizations know what the family stories are. So... We use them to get the shoes to the kids who really, really need them. That's really interesting, Susie. People help us by donating money and sometimes shoes. Uh, we really love monetary donations because the members of our board who buy the shoes get unbelievable sale prices. They are the the, the experts on on buying shoes on sale. So they will get a $60 pair of shoes for $35 wow. or a $45 pair of shoes for $25 because they know where to shop, when to shop, and they know what the kids like. We're very big on, we want to give shoes that the kids are going to be proud and excited to wear. If sometimes we we're, shoes are donated to us and they're 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 inexpensive shoes, which can be fine, but they're not really the shoes that your own high school, middle school, grade school kid would want to wear. And it makes these kids stand out even more that they're kids who have lots of needs. We want the kids to feel like they fit in with everybody else. So um, our buyers have become experts at finding shoes that the kids would really be thrilled about like we don't buy velcro shoes for high school kids or middle school kids that's insulting right and we buy shoes that light up and sparkle for grade school girls because that's cool you know so (laughs) we know a lot about shoes and and who likes what
1: well i i know susie that our listeners would really like to know
2: how did you get started well um, my co-founder, Jeannie Nealon, um was a teacher in Benita 20 years ago, was a golden apple teacher, and she noticed kids in her classroom really needed shoes. What, she has a wonderful story about being the new teacher at the school, and so she had to do the middle school play. And one of the kids who was in a starring role was waiting after the play was over, waiting for somebody to come pick him up. And she said, no, 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 I'll run you home. Turns out he lived in a migrant camp and he shared a pair of shoes with his uncle. So Jeannie, who was one of eight children, got her sisters and brothers and her mom and dad to go out and buy shoes and she gave them out to her kids. Well, when I first moved to Naples, um, I really was not involved in the community yet. I didn't quite know how to get involved, Um, but I was trained as a teacher, so I decided I would become a substitute teacher. So I went and took the substitute teacher training, which was two and a half days of training. The first half a day was all about paperwork and getting sub jobs and all this stuff. And finally, I, went, I got around to taking the other two days of training thinking, hmm, the first half a day was not very exciting. But the, the second two days were great. They were, they were taught by a fellow who was a retired principal, had been a coach, had been a teacher, both here and up north. And it was wonderful. And the second day, he brought in this young woman who gave us this great enthusiastic speech about how we might change the life of this one kid who just didn't quite fit. Um, and one of the things she was doing was trying to get shoes out to kids in need but and she wanted to form a foundation, but she really didn't know how. and and by the time she left, all of us in the entire room, 85 people are like, let us at them. We're going to change these kids' lives. We can't wait to be a sub in the Collier County school system. And then she left. And after the, the the program, I went up to the fellow leading it, the retired principal, and said, you know, I helped start two nonprofits in New York State. I know what she needs to do. She doesn't want to be a foundation. She wants to be a 501c3. You know, maybe we could have coffee and I could help her, but I don't know how to get in touch with her. Well, it turns out the fella leading, leading our session was her father. So I said, let me send you my resume, pass it around, get it to her. Well, long story, but Jeannie and I met for coffee, and we really clicked, and we thought, let's let's give it a shot. So we incorporated, and my husband's um, attorney did the incorporation for us, and then a contact of mine up in Buffalo did the 501c3 application for us, pro bono. Um, The Buffalo CPA firm still does our 990 form every year, pro bono, Um, and off we went. In the first, very first year, 2005, we officially outfitted 26 kids. Wow. Just a few more than Jeannie had done on her own. The second year, it jumped up to 90 kids, three times as many. And the third year, we were almost at 200. And as we got to know the schools better and the organizations better and the contacts, it, it, it went up and up to the point that last year, even in the middle of... Covid, we outfitted eighteen thousand seven hundred twenty-one kids. Wow, fifty-nine Weird. fewer than we had the year before, and this was in a year where the schools were closed for several months, and organizations totally we couldn't distribute. So um, this year we're on track for even more kids, especially because families. Are hurting this year, so um, but we've been able to meet every request. We get the requests from the teachers or from the school administration or the nonprofits, and um, we have been able to meet every every child that we've learned about. We've been able to outfit. We also do a limited number of sports shoes. For kids, that would not be able to take the sport without the proper pair of shoes. Certainly, would not be able to be on the team or on the varsity team unless they actually have appropriate shoes. So, we will get those shoes to those, you know, to the kids that need them.
0: Wow, it's amazing! Very, very cool, man. That story is always inspiring when I hear it for sure. Um, Thanks so much for sharing that. Absolutely. You know, that's that's one of the things about, you know, state insurance cares. We just want to make sure that uh, we want to get that out there to our customers and say, hey, here's some of the things that state insurance is doing or coming alongside. And, um, yeah, some of my, my best days are hearing stories of of just people in the community that care about others and showing that love, you know, or whatnot. So that's fantastic. Uh, Susie, what would be one thing that, you know, our listeners, what they they wouldn't know maybe about uh, Laces of Love, um, perhaps. Maybe something you're like, oh, this is something that would be good for our listeners um, that they probably wouldn't think of that Laces of Love maybe does or um, something they wouldn't know.
2: Well, one of the important things to know is that we are 100% volunteer. We have no staff. We are just a bunch of people that that do this really kind of as a mission. It's um, It's in our heart and we're fortunate enough that we can do this. Um, And we outfit kids from every single school in Collier and Lee County. I mean, there are schools that really have poorer kids and there are schools you'd think, there's nobody in that school that really needs a pair of shoes, but there is. When I first started substitute teaching, I wound up, I decided I would teach in the two, two classes that I really hated when I was in school and that was math and gym. So I taught the math class, all right, it was fine. And then I was asked to teach or to sub for a teacher that was out in gym. And the coaches had all the kids, these were middle school kids, running around and doing all this stuff that looked like it was really fun. And you know, middle school kids, they have all this energy, but there were all these kids sitting on the bleachers what are they doing sitting on the bleachers? There's these eighth grade boys and they're like knocking into each other on the bleachers. And I'm why aren't they out there? Well, I happened to look at their feet and they were all in flip-flops. And it hit me, they don't have shoes. They can't take PE because they don't have sneakers. So that, that was the thing that really hit me and told me this laces of love that I'm just getting involved with is real. There are kids that are sitting on the bleachers when they should be having fun with all their friends. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, all the kids uh, that sometimes they need just a little bit of help. And as parents know, Pair of good sneakers is sixty dollars and more. I mean, it, it's really expensive. If you have a couple of kids, and kids' feet grow really fast, you know, oh. you're you're working hard to keep them in shoes. So um, we're glad that we can we can help in that little way. And we also try and give socks too. Oh, we yeah. really want the kids to have a new pair of socks, nice thick socks. So they can wear their socks, and and they can wear their shoes a little bit longer. Um, you know, if you've got heavy socks to start out, it it works. So, um, but we're very simple, and and people when we first started, and people still do this. Um, I remember Pat and I had um, a cocktail party for our friends, and mm-hmm. we said, please don't bring. Us a bottle of wine. Don't bring a. Don't bring me new stationery. I do, we don't need a house gift. Bring us one pair of sneakers. Wow. So and cute. we suddenly we had like twenty people. We suddenly had forty three pairs of sneakers because they went to the store and they were adorable and they bought you know nice shoes. Um, and they bought the girl shoes because they were so cute and then they bought the boy shoes too because they had to even that up. Well. That was wonderful. And people do that today. We call it a shoe party. And on our website, which is www.lacesoflove.org, there's a whole page on how to have a shoe party. It can be great fun, and it's wonderful. It's a wonderful gift to us.
0: That's
1: great. Well, Susie, I know that um, you had said earlier when we were chatting that really monetary donations will really, really help you. Tell me, tell, tell me and our listeners too, how do they get in touch with you? How can they donate to you?
2: Well, the easiest is to go on the website. There is a donate button you can donate or there are uh, the addresses where you could send a check. That's all on the website um, so that's that's probably the easiest. Or you can go to info at lacesoflove.org and you'll be sending me an email and I can reply to you exactly whatever it is, whatever questions you have, whatever information you'd like to know more about. Um, I'd be glad to do that. Again, it's info, I-N-F-O at lacesoflove.org. Wonderful. Thank you, Susie.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. You're out there changing lives and that's, that's something that, uh, yeah, that's something we want to be a part of. I'm so glad we, we were able to uh, connect with you and, and uh, everything of that nature. I want to jo- thank you for joining us today on the state insurance cares podcast and for just changing, you know, lives of children in Southwest Florida. I mean, that's, uh, I don't think there's any, anything greater than than showing a love to another person. And, um, but thank you so much, Susie. Thanks for sharing the story of Laces of Love, how our customers and our, our listeners can get connected with Laces of Love. It's, it's been awesome to hear the story. And thanks for everyone listening today. Our next podcast uh, will be Danielle Flood with Echo Global Farm. And we're looking forward to that one as well. Awesome stuff. Danielle's going to review with us there. And uh, Gail, tell everybody how they can get connected
1: with state insurance care. Absolutely. So for a complete list of the charities that have been in, impacted so far by state insurance cares, you can go to our website, which is www.stateinsuranceusa.com. So until next time, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thanks for listening to the state insurance cares podcast. To learn more about state insurance USA, go to www.stateinsuranceusa.com. InsuranceUSA.com or call 239 567 9992.